This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. I never remember how to start. Oh, you you see, they're they're absolutely (laughs) unprofessional right from the beginning there, Stephen. This is why we'll never have a number one podcast. We can't coordinate ourselves. Oh, now he's gone off. He's gone off. Oh, no. Stephen's just in the dark. I can see his lips moving, but nobody's, nobody's home. Nobody's home. You hear me now? I can hear you now, Stephen! I mean, I don't know how long this will last. Let's see what happens. Can yes! You me? I mean, how many of these episodes... I can't hear you now. Hold on, now I have to press something else. Oh, We dear should keep this Lordy. in for Joey. Hello? Hello? I know, just sound like that. Something's gone on. I don't have a spare cable. Wait, what's this? Maybe I do have a spare cable. Does that begin to? Can you gaffer it in? Hello. This is Let's Talk About the Husband. I'm Zoe Lyons. And I'm Stephen Bailey. And this is a podcast where we take a cultural look at all things pop culture. Or something about that, yeah? Yeah, something like that. We've had a little bit of a staggered start to the show this week, haven't we, Stephen? Do you want to explain to the our dear listener what's occurring? It's very, very stressful. Yeah. Um, technology never works. Zoe couldn't find a hot spot. And from oh, what I'm told, they're always in the same place. But what well, do I know? No, I have two hot spots and neither of them were working today. I you have two? I've got two hotspots, mate. Two hotspots. Um, that's standard issue for any sort of bright. Could Cindy lesbian. not get it going? Cindy couldn't find the hotspot. I couldn't find the hotspot. Um, apparently, my IP address has disappeared. I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what that means. I've got two plugs that plug into the hall that sort of whip the internet around the house. And you know when you think, well, I'll just turn it off and on again. So I did that. That didn't work. No, it never so, does. So then I had a little cry, and that didn't work, surprisingly. And then I stuck a pin in it. Stuck a pin in what? In my hotspot, and that didn't work. Did it not even hurt? Not even, I didn't really feel it. Um, it's got a little reset pin pin insert, and I thought, well, I'll stick a pin in that and see what happens. Count it to 10, because I think that's standard, isn't it? That's what yeah, you do. I think yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. If you stick a pin in anything, you count to ten. When you count to ten, do you Mississippi or do you just go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, oh, ten? Oh, I didn't. I didn't Mississippi. 
No, I can never be bothered, Mississippi. No, I go one, two, three. Like a steady, like I think I'm fairly accurate. I don't have time for that. I'm very much one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. No, that well, that wouldn't work. Anyway, my my staggered ten second count didn't work either. So now I've relocated somewhere else. So you had that issue, and then I come in, mm. and my strong microphone, which is I don't know why this isn't working. I don't know why. This is the thing. Size doesn't matter because I've got a nice long girthy microphone, mm-hmm. but it doesn't work. No, I was admiring the girth of your phone. That's, um, I mean, mine is quite a lot bigger, but, um, but yeah. Of you... course you have a bigger one than me. Yeah, I think you've been wiggling your wire too much and that's why it's not connecting. Do you think that's it? Because there is, it looks, it's there, but I mean, we tried and it was on and off and it's the one I use for everything. <sighs> I use it for you. I use it for firmer cam first time, mum. Do you know what's really annoying about it, though? <laughs> is I love the way you've, you've name-dropped your work schedule into your microphone. What do you mean? Firmer oh. cam, first time, mum. Now oh. available on catch-up on the ITV hub. God, Stephen, that's pathetic. Well, this oh. is where we get anywhere in this business. And so, anyway, I did that. And then, do you know what's really annoying? I invested mm. in a in a home voiceover studio. What does that entail? For shit like this. It's like a big thing that sits in front of your face and like a thing that sits around you that keeps wind out or something. And there's like a stand yeah. and um, a audio, Paul, our producer will know, an audio influencer or interface or something. I'm pretty sure yeah, it's not it's an audio. It's definitely an interface. Yeah, it's an yeah. interface. Yeah, it's an, an interface. interface but then every time I need to use it to do a voiceover or a podcast, I'm never at home and it's not transportable. So I come around my little one that looks like a little dick and it never works. Oh, never yeah. works. No. I miss studios, but they're costly. They're costly. They are costly. So, see, in my household, right, if something like this happens, what I tend to do is ignore it and then hope that my wife will sort it out. Mm. Who sorts out the IT in your household? Is it you or is it Rich? Neither of us, because we're both... The thing is, is like, I don't know what to do. Mm. So I panic, flail my arms, be like, why does nothing work? Oh, my God, my life's a disaster. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Rich, on the other hand, hates to not be able to fix something and then get stroppy when he can't fix something. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. He yes. broke some of my shelves because he was building them and I was like, I think you're building them wrong. And then once he nearly completed it and I built it wrong, he just like smashed them down. You wow. don't think he has that in him, you know? Wow. Okay. I mean, I'm interested because because obviously this week's episode oh, yeah. of Let's Talk About the Husband uh, has a subject very close to home, I think we can say, can't we? Very close to home. Are you Very talking about to home. BBC One's primetime show, Unbreakable? I am talking about BBC Primetime's prime show, Unbreakable. Yes. You need to get better at selling. Sorry. Okay, uh, selling. Uh, yeah, that you would need have been... to upsell. Also, can I just say, before we do crack on with a new episode, I need to take us back to last week and mm-hmm. the gravy debate. Oh, okay. The gravy debate. Yeah, the gravy debate where you have um, gravy is very much um, uh, it has a stipulated plate on the place on the plate, and um, where you put it in the hollow, I believe, of your Yorkshire pudding. Whereas I like to, I like everything on the plate to enjoy the gravy. Yeah. Well, 
I've had many DMs. I don't know if you've had any, but I've had a lot of DMs calling you a sick bitch. Really? Not quite like that. I'm summarising. But <laughs> everyone is on my side. I No, you see, I, I don't think... No one was like, you dip your carrot into your Yorkshire pudding paddling pool. Hang on. I'm going to call in an, an independent adjudicator here. Please. Uh, first time on the podcast. Um, is it Cindy? It's is Cindy it and she's in the corner and I'm going to ask her a very important question. Cindy, for the state of the nation... <laughs> she already sounds mad that she's yeah. on this. <laughs> will, will you... Will you... Um, will you solve an argument for us when you have a a roast dinner uh-huh. do you put your gravy <laughs> over everything or do you put it inside your yorkshire pudding to create a lake of gravy that you can dip things in i put it in the yorkshire pudding but not because i can dip things in i also put it <laughs> on my potatoes okay cindy split <laughs> so you put it both in your yorkshire pudding and over your potatoes <laughs> Oh, Christ. Okay, well, we'll talk about this later. Um, Cindy sounds really angry that you even invaded her day to ask that. Well, it's important. It's important I, to know. I agree. Yeah. And I'm glad that you're wrong. Semi wrong. Um, like, okay, so yes, okay. let's get back to this. BBC Primetime hit show, Unbreakable. Whoa. Now, it was only a matter of time before you and I doing a podcast about reality TV actually live started to imitate art. And you have become a star of a reality TV show. That's amazing. Ma'am, I'm not going to lie. We all thought it was going to be Strictly. We did all think it was going to be Strictly. We hoped it would be Strictly. We um, hoped and hoped and hoped. I was universe... desperate to see your glitter balls on television, but that hasn't oh happened Oh, my God, yet. next year. It'll have to happen next year. Oh. Then I can buy a new microphone. Yeah. Um, so... Talk did you me watch through. It? I did watch it. I did, did watch you it. Think? Give I, me a headline. Right, okay. I thought you were an absolute star. I thought you and Rich came across absolutely beautifully. Oh. Really sweet. Really, and bearing in mind, you know, neither of our other halves are showbiz. No. In you know, no disrespect, Cindy, but you're not showbiz, <laughs> are you? <laughs> Very much not showbiz. Not um, interested. Not Doesn't interested. need it. That's Doesn't the other thing. It. They don't need it. That is the other thing. Rich was really like they're complete Rich was human in beings between already. jobs. Yeah. Like he left his job and he was on the hunt for number one. And the offer came in, and he was like, "Yeah, may as well." Yeah, may as well. Yeah, I think he did really well. So, uh, for for the listeners who don't know what the show is, I can't believe they then they haven't watched it. Uh, give us a little synopsis of what the show is. So. It's supposed to be six celebs and their partners mm. move into a house mm-hmm. and they oh, they explore their relationship through a series of mental, physical and emotional challenges. Lovely. Beautiful. And your first challenge was to get across um, a stretch <laughs> of water using two planks. Uh, I'm not going to lie. When I watched it back, I was like, Stephen, you're such a fucking pussy. Like, why are you making it look so traumatising? You but made it look time, very hard. Was, yeah. I was like, I'm scared I'm going to fall in. Yeah. Yeah. And you were wearing a nice outfit, so it would have ruined it. Oh, my it. God. I looked like a fucking Teletubby in a wetsuit. Did you come last? No, we came second to last. Oh, Denise okay. came last. That's right. Denise came last. Denise came last. <laughs> 
you you just pipped ahead of the loose woman. Yeah. Well done. I can't believe it. Also, though, what they didn't show. Okay. This is where this is going to get good behind the scenes, baby. Was the reason we were second class and so slow is because when Denise fell in the water mm. and Lincoln only saved her shoe, and Lincoln is terrified of water, so he didn't like David Hasselhoff in and save her. He just let her float around a lake. Right. I got the fits of giggles. Yeah. <laughs> and we could not progress because I was crying with laughter. <laughs> And Rich was like, and I was like, let's keep going, let's keep going. And Rich was like, no, because you're laughing too much. And if we fall in, we have to start again. And I was like, well, if I fall again, I know I'm going to have a strop and I just won't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Second to last. Well yeah. done, mate. Well done. Yeah. So did you did you get on with your fellow couples? Yeah, we really did, actually. Because yeah. I was, I mean, I think the thing is, me and Rich are fairly nice boys, and actually the whole cast was really nice, mm. which is so not very juicy, is it? But we really did get on. I was thinking those environments, though. Like, you move into an house, you're having dinner, you're not, of course you're going to get on. And we're with people like Simon Weston, who is a war hero. Yes. Yeah. You'd have to be an absolute lunatic to not get on with him. And um, Sinead's Reed, an Olympian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, She's also, quite competitive, isn't she? Very competitive. Yes. Very, very competitive. But you know the gays. We love a good lesbian. And then um, Denise Welch. Well, yeah. I knew Denise anyway, so that was easy. Uh, Charlie Mullins did not know. But He's fascinating. His, yeah. his hair and teeth are fascinating. He is so rich, I can't even tell you. Well, he sold Pimlico Plumbing, didn't he? Which was a yeah. massive plumbing com- company for yeah. millions of pounds. And his girlfriend, Rara, mm-hmm. is so funny. Yeah. Like, she's just got that dirty laugh that was so infectious. I keep expecting to see, like, one of those scenes where it's Rara laughing and me laughing at her laugh that makes her laugh more, that makes me laugh more, because that happened. Okay. Did you did you all have to eat together? I mean, we didn't have to, but we did. Okay. They had, like, this little orangery. I yeah. Don't, yeah. You know what an orangery is? Uh, it's where you grow oranges? I've never heard of one before. It's where you grow your oranges? Oh, well, they weren't growing oranges in there. It was like our little canteen. Is it like a conservatory? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, most so we went would, and ate most people wouldn't call it an orangery these days. No, that's yeah. what it was called, on yeah. locale. Yeah. And, yeah, so we'd all sit and eat together. I mean, the behind-the-scenes story is I saw Denise Welch on that show more than I saw Rich because Denise is a fan of, and we're going to get her on this podcast, she is a fan of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Okay. And what was airing while we were away? The new season. So I'd go and get in Denise's bed, kick her <laughs> husband Lincoln out, snuggle under the duvet, and we would sit and watch it. And honestly, by the end of it, because I kept going, I've come here to lose weight, and I feel like I'm putting weight on. And then we watched an episode, of, and we'd be like, oh, we've had six whispers between us. Oh, my <laughs> God. So was there quite a lot of downtime then in between filming? Uh, yeah, there was really. It's kind of really, we, on the whole, we had our evenings to ourselves, really, but we couldn't leave. 
Because the... it was still COVID protocols. Oh, okay. Time. And where were you? Because it, it seemed like a beautiful big house. Oh, yeah. We were in Ugbrook House, which is in Cornwall, I believe. Um, but it was absolutely stunning. Like, yeah. it, sometimes it was annoying we had to do a show because it was just such a great location. We we're having a, such a great time. And then they'd be like, come on, there's a bungee jump. And you're like, oh. Now, talk me through the bungee jump, because I was really confused oh as to what this task was. So you had to learn the lines of a song. Oh, my God. This is the thing. Right. The Guardian has come after this show because yeah. the task, because they're like, is it a show about relationships or is it a celebrity challenge show? Well, I couldn't work out it? what the task was. You had to sing the song on the top of a cherry picker, 140 foot high. Yeah. You had to learn the lyrics. What was your song? Rick Astley, Never Gonna Give You Up. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> But it's like, never going to give, give you, you up, up. never going to let you down, down, apart from when I frill you out of a freaking cherry picker. <laughs> but what I like is because me and Teddy Edwards, who goes out with Sinead, are absolutely terrified of heights. Right. Like, terrified. I'm not going to lie. I've just been up to the loft mm-hmm. to get a suitcase down that I need. And I was like... I looked down before I got on the ladder to come down, and I had to sit up there for five minutes. What, just to sort of get the nerve up to get down your ladder again? To talk myself down the loft. That's how bad I am. Right. I mean, I'm not brilliant with heights, as, uh, yeah, and but I can get out of a loft. No, I really panicked. I was on a flight to Dublin a few weeks ago, and I was convinced the plane was going down because I thought the flight, they said the flight was 55 minutes, and we started to descend after 30 minutes, and I thought, this is it, we're going to die. And I wound up about 15 people on the plane around me where it was like that episode of friends you know where rachel's like oh my friend wrangle was like it's missing a phalange and so like everyone was like this plane is missing a phalange and they all get off the plane i was that by accident but you know it has to start its descent before it it doesn't just land like a helicopter well i didn't know that and also it was very panicked and also the announcement was can everyone get back to your seats right now no toilet breaks and can you get everything off the floor i thought this is it when have you ever heard that on a flight before? We're going to die. Get everything off the floor. Yeah. Doesn't that sound like you're going to do a crash landing? This woman next to me was very kind to me because I was not. Did you, I grip, was her, like, did you grip her wrist like a sort of The only distress. thing that kept me going, the man that plays Peter Barlow in Coronation Street was also on the flight. And I was like, he's not dying in a plane crash. So I think we'll be all right. Yeah, but the worst thing about that was if he had died in the plane crash, he'd have got a mention in the newspaper and you wouldn't. Oh, no. Yeah, because he... I did of... say, when I, when I, because it was the first flight I'd taken since Unbreakable, I did say to my mum, if it goes down, still let them air the show. That's very big of you. Yeah. That's, very, that's thought... why you are a star. Yeah. Yeah. I was on a plane once going from London to Glasgow, and before we took off, the pilot came over the tannoy and said... Um, uh, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, just to let you know, we've uh, overfueled this flight uh. by accident. Uh, we've got two options. Uh, we can either defuel some of the fuel or we can fly fast and low to Scotland. What happened? Well, I, well, first of all, Stephen, don't ask a plane load of passengers which option they want because we're no. clearly not qualified. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah. this is a decision... He should be making. So, um, and then my brain's going, how fast and how low? Uh, I couldn't be on that, me. No, no, no. Was there an option to 
remove yourself from the flight. There wasn't a third option. There wasn't a third option. In my mind, I imagined us flying just like over the tops of houses, like that fast and that low. Oh, my God. Have you ever been caught in a wind tunnel? Um, well, uh... It, this is what it does. Is it's, So it's when you're in a plane, it's not in life, and it pushes the plane down and back. No. Yeah, I got caught in a wind tunnel on the way home from Ibiza, and even the air stewardesses went, oh, my fucking God, like that. Yeah. And I went, this is it, this is it. And I thought, my, I thought this is it. my last meal's going to be an act to be a yoghurt pot. This is what my last meal's going to have been. And then, somehow, we survived and the flight was fine. I spent 35 quid on that trolley when it came past because I was like, give us everything. So if it comes down, I'm not dying on an empty stomach. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I've, I was in an aborted landing just recently. Yeah. Disgust. Oh, flying into Edinburgh. Again, it was Scot it's always Scotland where it just doesn't want to get there. What's an aborted landing? Oh, where you're coming into land. Everything suggests you are going to land. You can feel the landing gear has gone down and uh, ground is coming up on you rather rapidly. And then all of a sudden, the pilot changes his mind and you rock it back up and... <gasps> nah, nah, nah. Do you know what annoys me about it as well? Why don't they tell us? Why don't they keep us informed? Because, of course, you feel like you're going to be doomed. Like, just be like, guys, can't land quite now. I'm going to have to take us back up and circle, but we're all right. Well, say that to me. They do dare say that, but they don't say it at the time because that would be a little bit alarming as well, I think. If you could actually hear the pilot going, <laughs> So why did that happen? Uh, there was something on the runway. As we still approached, there was some. There was a plane still on the runway. Oh I don't know my what god! Doing there. I remember oh once god. landing in Dublin in a storm, oh and the god. pilot came over the turnoy and said, um, uh, "Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be landing in Dublin in a minute, and as you can tell, it's quite windy. So what I'm going to try and do is land between the gusts, which I thought broke science." I don't. I don't like anything about this story. No, I mean, how do you land between a gust? I honestly think I need to get hypnotised about this at this point. Do he you believe in hypnotisation? He wasn't successful in landing between the gusts. Can I just finish that one? We ended up oh in Shannon. God. We ended up in the other side of the country. What? Yeah. Because it blew you. No, we just couldn't land and we had to fly somewhere else. And then, we, yeah, we ended up on the other side of the country. And you still like flying? I don't mind flying. I don't this mind. This is why the only it. place I go on holiday is to France, because you can get the Eurostar. Is 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 Rich a good flyer? Yeah, Rich is fine. Nothing bothers Rich. It's ridiculous. Rich, when are we air? We're not airing until Monday, are we? I don't know. We're not airing this. Paul, are we airing this week? Uh, it's absolutely. I was going to turn it around pretty quickly. Yeah, let's get it out there. Yeah. Come on, okay, then tell then me I the story. That, well, I can't. Why can't you tell me the story? Because the show, what I'm going to tell you, doesn't air till Thursday. Oh, okay. Oh, now we're in suspenders. Oh, no. Right, so let's go back to your Unbreakable, you and yeah. Rich. Um, you do seem to make a lovely couple, can I just say that? Oh, well, that's because Rich is really nice. Yes. And so, like, sometimes I have to be like, be nicer. Yeah. Do you have that with Cindy? Um, I can't say that right now because she stood right behind me. <laughs> Cindy's literally right behind me, so I can't say Tell anything. Do you need help? About, I'm Link tapping. three times SOS. I know, SOS. yeah, I'm tapping away. Please, please, she has me in a hostage situation. <laughs> I'll send Jem this yes. around. She's it's because close. I'm not in my normal... Oh, my God, now she's staring at me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Cindy does a very good death stare. Yeah. Oh my god, she's doing it now. Oh my god, I just saw it. I just saw it. Oh my god. Hi, Cindy. It's quite intense, isn't it? It's quite intense. Here's the weird thing. What is that picture above your head? Uh, oh, that one. It's of two camp Austrian deer hunters, uh, one of which has, has shot a deer but is now looking alarmed that somebody's going to steal his deer. It's. Uh, oh I found God. it in a charity shop and it's so camp. It's Yeah, they're wearing lederhosen. Um, but here's the weird thing on our weird connection about Unbreakable as well. Cindy and I uh, had a casting for that show too. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Would Cindy have done it? Uh, Cindy would have done it. Yeah. Cindy <sighs> would have done it. So we would have done What's but, Cindy's proper job? Cindy's proper job? Full time carer. <laughs> Aren't you, Cindy? Yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's like that. No, oh seriously. Um, um, that's the tap now going in the back. This is a very domestic um, episode of Let's Talk I quite like husband. it. It just makes us feel like we're real people too. We are real people too. Not just voices down the end of some headphones, you now know. Now she's going to slam the fridge. Wait for it. What's she making? Oh, no, she gently closed the fridge door. She's going to come for you. I think it's like she almost doesn't take my career seriously. Anyway. Do you? Do you? Not really, no. no. Um, so we had an interview, we had a casting for... The, the same show as you. Can you imagine if we'd ended up on the same show? I would have loved that. Though. Oh my god! I the the irony being, we didn't get Unbreakable um, because I broke myself. I know. I broke my shoulder, so we couldn't do it. I'm kind of glad you didn't get it. Why? That probably means I wouldn't have got it. <laughs> if we did, I think if we'd ended up on the same reality TV show, I reckon we'd I have been. Died. Well, in a good way. But do you think we'd have been really competitive with each other? No, because I'm not competitive. Oh, I do. <laughs> I don't. I I was more bothered about being like funny and charming. I think Rich would. Have, Rich was very competitive because he'd say to me, he'd be like, "Stephen, you can't throw the challenges." And I was like, "Oh God." No, I, I'd, I'm with Rich. I'd be quite competitive. I, oh, no, I'm totally that being like, I'd be like, Cindy, do you want to go for a brew? Okay, the other sound you can hear now is my geriatric Jack Russell eating his dinner. Can you hear that? Is that true? Yeah. Oh, my God, I thought it was Cindy again. No, he's tinkling away in his pan. Can you hear that? Yeah, it's quite cute. Yeah, it's his little... Oh, now What's he's his having name? the water. Groucho Barks. Oh, yes. That's a great day. Isn't it? They you're just drinking noisily in the background now. And this is all because my hotspots don't work. Anyway, so I I think I'd have been really competitive and actually it's probably good that we weren't on the same show because it might have damaged our friendship because once I get into something But you would you have been mad at me for not being competitive? No, I'd have been happy that you're not competitive and therefore I would have overtaken you. Therefore how- it would help our friendship. And that's how bad I am. I could, oh and I'm God. the worst sort of competitive because I would go on the show going, I'm not competitive. Um, <gasps> You're and, that sick out. And been really stealth. I think there was a few of those people on my show, actually. But I think Charlie, Charlie day, seemed to be quite competitive. Yeah, but they all claim they're not. And yeah. I'm telling you, everyone, I genuinely think everyone except me and maybe Lucy Weston, are not competitive. Everyone else is like, oh, I'm not that competitive. And then be like, 
Come on, come on. <laughs> so, so let's go back to the Sorry, bungee yeah. jump that you, you had to learn Rick Astley's. I don't know what the up. point of the song was either. So heck, then they, they took you up with a cherry picker and then yeah. made you bungee jump off. Well, episode one aired and we were the two be continued. Oh, you can't. Will I do it or won't I? You can't reveal? Not till you've watched it. Okay. What okay. are you, what do you think I would do it? I think, knowing you the way I know you, Stephen, I think you're a very good um, negotiator. Yeah. And I think you may have been able to get away with not doing it because of your superior negotiating skills. Obviously, I can neither confirm nor deny <laughs> right now. <laughs> but we'll revisit next week. <laughs> Quite Honestly, it was the worst thing because also obviously you do it in an order so mm. like simon and lucy did it bang amazing yeah and they were like lucy went well i'm never doing that again in my whole life yeah so i was like well that that doesn't sound like it was nice then and yeah. she, she was like because you go down you don't just go down you then you come back, back up and yeah. then you come down up and i was like cheers for this and um and then uh rara and charlie did it and I can't believe they didn't leave it in, but I think it's because it's like 8 p.m. The noises Rara was making were the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever... Do you know when they're just dangling and they're waiting for them to like yeah. get you off now? Rara was just like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. But her eye went bright red. Oh, like no. Bright, like blood everywhere. Is it blood? I don't know. But it went red like, everywhere. Like a bloodshot eye. Yeah, so there was just nothing that was encouraging me oh, to leave. Oh, God, because you can pop an eye bungee jumping. Well, well, I'm glad I didn't know that at the time. Well, you can pop an eye. Well, not pop an eye. Like, it won't just come out on sticks. But you can detach your retinas. If you... If what you... the hell? No one told me that. I've heard of this before, yeah. Yeah, where you can just sort of... Where the snap-up can be so extreme that your retina can um, displace... Oh, my God. Yeah. Also, I'd imagine bungee jumping attached to somebody else, you could just clatter heads. Yeah, I mean... I and just... with Charlie, that's a lot of veneer to... to, to um, <laughs> that's a lot of... His hair did not move, Zoe. It's it incredible, isn't it? It's... Do you know what his but hair reminds me of? he's 70, you know. Yeah, his hair reminds me of those um, fancy dress tam shanters that you get, like a Scottish outfit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. got the sticky up sort of gingery yeah, yeah, yeah. hair, like that. So when yeah. we arrived, we were getting changed, and our bedroom overlooked the courtyard, and I saw this thing in the distance, but I didn't have my contact lenses in. Yeah. And I went, oh, my God, they've got Rod Stewart and Penny Lancaster. They've got Rod Stewart and Penny Lancaster. <laughs> because I only saw the hair, and I didn't see the, the, I didn't see Rara, I didn't see who... And I went, they've got Rod Stewart and Penny and Rich went, Stephen, if they had Rod Stewart, <laughs> you would not have been booked on this show. <laughs> Which was fair. He does look like a Rod Stewart looky like, he doesn't yeah. he? I, like you would see him in the clubs doing an impersonation. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's really interesting, though, because I think people that watched it last week are like, what is this show? And it's one of the, I always hate first episodes because it's, it's a lot of introduction, isn't it? Mm. Like, yeah, you've got to get a lot out. 
Hi, I'm Rob Beckett. I'm hosting the show. Why am I hosting the show? Do mm. it. There's 10 minutes. Then there's Andrew and Maria. We're relationship experts. Mm. This is why we're qualified to judge. And then you've got to introduce six couples, couples. and also explain that Shirley's not there yet. Mm. And so you go, bloody hell. But what I like, we've seen more than what's said so far. What I love about the show, in a way, it's like the challenges are all. It's interesting to me because everyone is focusing on the challenges in yep. the press, people that are watching it. But to me, they're secondary to the show. They're okay. just to give it a bit of je ne sais quoi. Okay. But um, that's French. Okay, but thank you. What I love about it, because also this show came out of the factual department, didn't come out of the entertainment department. What I love about it is as it unravels, like, Next week, me and Rich talk about when we experience homophobia in the street. Yeah. And I think it's, like, a great episode. And I think if you're a queer person or in a queer relationship or you have kids that are queer or you have friends that are queer, I think it's a really good one to watch because... Yeah, it's real. It's real. It's, it's real. It's, but it's, also, it's, And then it's, it's like... You. And, yeah, and it's like, you know, Simon Weston talks about what he's been through. Yeah. And, you know, obviously the difficulty that had not only on himself, which was horrific, but on his family. Denise talks about, like, living with addiction and getting mm. through addiction with Lincoln. And when Shirley comes, you know, she talks about uh, mental health because um, she lost her brother to suicide. And so it's all that. And then I think the... I think the challenges are just to move the conversation along. Sure, yeah. But I yeah. think people are watching it for the challenges when it's like... But also, it's not really started yet. Like, this week, I think you'll watch it. I think people are going to fall in love with Rich next week. I'm not going to lie. Oh, and they should yes. fall in love with him. He's lovely. Are but... you concerned, then, after this show, that Rich will become more of a star than you? Babes, I want Rich to be like the lawyer version of Judge Rinder. And I want to not work again. That's, yeah, okay. I see where you're coming from. So I have, I, I have that dream for him. <laughs> because I for really just want to not you. do anything. Yeah, I just want to go and like get dressed up for award dues and have my picture taken. No, you slept. don't, Stephen Bailey. No, you don't. I no, know I'm so you. low maintenance. No, you are. <laughs> I think I'm more low maintenance than you. That's not true. I think that is true. I think you just hide it better than me. I am so low maintenance. That is not... Where's Cindy? Where? She's Cindy? gone to sort out my washing. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even lying. She's got a whole tub I of socks. I think you're a secret diva. No, I'm not. I'm not really. Not well, really. what's the really about? Okay, Let's I mean... unpick that. See, what, what would you consider to be high maintenance? I think you love showbiz. I think you love... I think you love... You live for the applause. I live for the applause, applause, applause. Do we have to pay for that? I don't know. Well, you sang it so badly, nobody will recognise it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way you get around paying for copyright. Um, I, I, I like attention. Mm. Yes, and I do notice that when I don't get attention, I sort of crave attention. And I think... See, see, people would expect that from me, not from you. Yeah, but you like attention You're too. I know, but I get it, so... 
I mean, I get attention. I mean, I get more attention than I deserve. I think. No, you you get everything you deserve. No, I think I'm. I think I'm one of those people that actually thinks they're more interesting than they actually are. You know, you know when you no, pair, you, know, you, you are pair, interested. You, know, you pair it back and you go, actually, there's not a lot there, is there really? <gasps> oh no, yeah. you're interested. I am. I am the human equivalent of a. Um, piece of theatre backdrop which looks like it's a sort of building but then you get round the back and it's just held up with bits of wood and there's somebody sweeping up that's what I am no that's not true I think you're very interested and you've got hidden depth and you can do everything you're like she man she woman she man I am you are you're always doing something I don't do anything well I'm always doing something because I can't sit still do you know when people say, you know, when you do these TV shows and they go, like, what are your interests? Mm. And you're like, what do you mean, like, housewives? And they're like, no, like, what do you do when you're not working? It's yeah. like, now, what do you do? Like, <laughs> you do loads. I do literally nothing. You've got hobbies, haven't you? Not unless no, I I've forgotten. Not. No, no. Okay. okay. I literally work. That's it, isn't it? You've and come to the end stop. of the list. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, I don't do anything else. Every now and again, I have a Taco Bell as a treat. And you have a facial. I do sometimes have a facial. Do you have a manicure? Some... No, I find that a bit annoying. Pedicure? No, I don't like people touching my feet. I'm scared I'm going to kick them in the face. Although um, right now I should Like a startled kind of pony. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I get that. Um, massage? I love them. But if I won't call that... It's not like hidden depths, is it? No, no. Um, you spend quite a lot on your hair. Too much, too much. I'm going tomorrow to see my James. And what are we having done? You know, I just need a cut. I need my roots doing. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go for um, a darker blonde as autumn is coming upon us. Right. As opposed to the lighter blonde I have in Unbreakable, currently airing on. BBC One, 8pm Thursdays, it, and repeated on BBC iPlayer. You suit being blonde. What's your, I know, what's your natural colour? Are you a little bit... Rouge. You're a ginger, aren't you? Yeah, I'm a ginger. I always say my downstairs still looks like I've got a clown in a leg lock. <laughs> 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 I wish people could see the face you just did. That, she were like, what does that... Oh. oh. Like, what does that look? Oh. I had an absolute deep visual there. Yeah. Deep visual. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love redheads. Do you? Well, I doubt that then. Yeah. I, I like, I love redheads. I think redheads beautiful. Beautiful. Mm. No, it's really beautiful. Um, but you also suit being blonde. I really do suit being blonde. I'm not even scared of saying it. I really suit it. Yes, it looks good. Looks good. Thank you. You have a little Thank touch you. of uh, the 1980s Annie Lennox about you. Oh, no. <laughs> My friend says I look like Lauren Harry's. Looks like who? Lauren Harry's. Who's Lauren Harry's? She was on Big Brother and Celebrity Big Brother and she was the art dealer kid. Oh, okay. I'll have to Google that. That's yeah. one of my pop culture references that doesn't immediately spring to mind. So what did you think of Unbreakable? If it got a second series, would you do it? Would I do it? Um, yes, it looked like fun. It was fun. It, it really did look was like fun. fun. It looked like John I can't Fon. wait for the emotional bits to hit a bit more as well because um, 
what I loved about it was being like, you were away for three weeks, but it had all the ebbs and flows. So it was like really fun. All the challenges were fun, apart mm. from the goddamn bungee jump. Um, was it three it had, weeks you were away? Yeah. And it was actually fun having Rich there as well. Like I never even considered what it would be like to have him. Like when I did Celebrity Coach Trip, it, it didn't even occur to me, oh, what would it be like if Rich was here instead of Brennan yeah, or whatever? Yeah. And um, it was great. I have to say, everybody's everybody's um, uh, other halves came across very, very well. Yeah, yeah. I was you, so glad about that. they're not used to being on camera. Yeah, it, and yeah. they have to go back to their proper jobs. Yeah, no, like normal people. Wow, like how sad. Human. Oh, gosh. Oh, I can't even contemplate that. Um, so three weeks is quite a long time. So you're lucky that you all got on. Yeah, really lucky. But also, like, it wasn't filmed like Big Brother, so we weren't always on camera. Mm. And I think that helps, because obviously when you're on camera, you have to make sure you're articulate and you're still yeah. making a TV show. So it was like, you could, like I say, you could just sit there. I could kick Lincoln out of the bedroom and I could eat chocolates in bed with Denise. And, like, Richard go and watch the football with Simon Weston in the room that had Sky and stuff like that. Right, Okay. Am I yeah. allowed to say this? That you did a breakout at one point as well. You told me about this. For McDonald's? Yeah, you went for a McDonald's. Yes. <laughs> there is. I shan't say who because yeah. it will reveal. Yeah. But um, broke out and went to McDonald's. I love that. I love that. Oh, my God, I just revealed. <laughs> yeah, we might have to edit that out, Paul. This is what I will say. Yeah. We broke out one night yeah. and we went and had McDonald's. I love that. And that... But we just filmed a dinner party scene, so we were all done to our nines. Oh, amazing. And where was the McDonald's? I don't know, like some fucking service station near Cornwall. <laughs> but you could see people be like, I will, yeah, you could see people be like, um, is that, is that, yeah, is that? And it's like, oh, brilliant. Hi. Yeah. Oh, that, you see, that's wonderful. I love that. Yeah. When celebrities misbehave. It was so, but it was, it's such, it was like one of my favorite things I've ever done yeah um and it makes i don't know why every time i do a reality show be that celebrity coach trip celebrity five go camping i've done a lot of these i love them i there's not one i mean i think i would never choose one that i wouldn't like to do like something that was too active let's say okay i would not perhaps do that but like if someone was like do you want to do celebrity big brother Strictly dance on a nice. I'd be like, hell yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So what's on your wish list now then, Stephen Bailey? What's on your reality TV bucket list? But I think the ultimate, I'd love to do Celebrity MasterChef. I'm so jealous you've done Celebrity MasterChef. I want to do it so much. I was with Kay Curd last night and he's just done the latest series. Okay. And I was like, ah! Did he enjoy it? Yeah, but he was saying how intense it was. It's really intense. you can't understand how intense it was. Like, you're up from like 5 Mm a.m. He didn't end up doing one of his challenges to like 6 p.m., but you've been up since 5 and Mm -hmm. you're like, ugh. Yeah. How did you find that? I found it really, really tiring. It was really, really long days, really long days. Yeah. And um, I found a picture of myself recently. sort of towards the tail end of my time on MasterChef. And I look absolutely knackered. Oh, my God. The other thing is I put on quite a lot of weight because I was cooking a lot at home. And what you discover with MasterChef... To practice. What you discover with MasterChef is to make anything taste better, you have to add a lot of salt and butter. So I was eating a lot of salt and... Uh, I mean, butter like you would not believe. They're my favourite ingredients. Butter and everything. I'm just Googling it now. Zoe Lyons, Celebrity MasterChef. Yeah. And um, did you win it? No, I got to the semi-finals. Oh, you look so nice in that picture. Oh, thank you. 2018 you did yeah, it, not that long that. ago. Look, I had a full head of hair then. Oh, That's so nice. Oh, you did it with Megan? Oh, no, you didn't do it with Megan McKenna. She was a different year. No, I did it with Gemma Collins. Oh, my God. Yep. Um, but very much like uh, garlic takes a while to leave you. <laughs> Um, what's on your bucket list to do well I hate navigating secret conversation I know Um, uh, I don't think there's an awful lot left on my bucket list now Stephen Um, yeah but again would you do Strictly I think I would would you do Jungle See the thing I the problem I have with like the jungle is that it is such a popularity contest and the idea of walking around with a number on your back is quite <laughs> quite alarming. And I would probably have the least amount of followers and the least sort of profile of yeah. people in there. But Joel Dummett did really well and he went in, in that position. He did, he did. Um Joel was blessed with a beautiful face and a cracking bod. Oh, God um, oh, sometimes when I think about him I have to like Lie down. Anyway. Just lose a day. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. It's a What about one. Dancing on Ice? No, definitely not. Um, I, Our friend Darren has just been announced on Dancing on Ice. I know, Darren yes. Harriet. And we've got a couple of friends on it. But yeah. um, uh, my agent did ask me if I was interested because they had sniffed about. And I had such a strong image in my head, Stephen, of me in tights and a tutu that I couldn't go through with it. I just couldn't go through with it. Um, 
Are you familiar with the hippo dancing scene from the film Fantasia? <laughs> I actually am. <laughs> yeah, that's that's sort of what I had in my head. And I'm I'm quite cack handed and I don't have very good hand to eye coordination and I don't think that should be put on blades. That's what my concern is, the blades. The blades. I don't like the blades. I just don't think I'd be very good at it. Have you ever been to one of those ice rinks at Christmas time where you sort of get the rental boots and try and... It's yeah, and just I use awful. that penguin the kids use. They use the penguin. Yeah, I don't yeah. think you can use the penguin on Dancing on Not Ice. Not on Dancing on Ice. And the idea of somebody lifting me over their head with my tutu in the air. No. No. It's had, I love these reality shows, so I would like to, I would like to do them. And I, I always think, do you know what? I've never left one thinking, what a dickhead. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, and I think you can't fake it in these reality shows. I think who you are comes out. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be very, I'd be very nervous that a lot of myself would come out of that too, too. No. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not for me. That one's oh not God. for me. I have to lose weight if I do have a now. Like. I keep seeing myself on TV and I was like, why on earth did you not start that COVID diet? So when's the next episode out of Unbreakable? Well, I don't know Once... when we're airing, but okay. it's, it's every Thursday at 8pm. Right. And how many episodes are there? Six episodes. Okay, you've got prime time, mate. Prime time, baby. Um, and I think as the stories unravel of yeah. everyone... I think it's going to be really beautiful because next week is about mine and me and Rich being chased by scary boys for being homosexual. Right. And what I really like about it, we did an interview for Pink News. Let me find the quote. Hold on. They gave this quote and I thought, oh, yeah, that is the point, you know. Um, so let me just find it. Who did I send it to? Is there something? Right. So it said um, in Pink News... Uh, I love that you archive all your own bits of, of press. Oh, no, I only because I sent it to someone yesterday. No, I know you're said. archiving. It's all right. It's okay. Yes, yeah. You're not wrong. It's, you are you're archiving. Not okay, yeah. I even yeah. print off the three-star reviews. So, <laughs> it said, at a time when anti-LGBTQ plus hate crime is rising at unprecedented levels, having a space to share these experiences on a primetime BBC One show feels particularly important. It's also refreshing to see balance where these depressing realities are intertwined with such queer joy. Unbreakable highlights how the couple who've been together for almost four years are a heartwarming match. And Aww. I thought that is quite, that's what's quite nice. That's lovely. Like the topics. But sometimes I think, oh, I wish the challenges were more in the background because mm. everyone's story could come to the forefront a bit more. Like Denise and Lincoln are so fascinating and impressive to me i can't even tell you brilliant oh well i look forward to seeing it i look forward to watching the next one and i am yeah. of course rooting for you thank you of course i am thank you i want to host a reality show soon i kept watching rob beckett all the way through the record being like oh i wish i was there but you have hosted one you've done slept on the farm no but now i want to do one on a proper channel okay well let's make that happen well listen the more we do this podcast the more weird stuff begins to happen to us so listen, let's make that happen i'm telling you i want them to bring back celebrity big brother i would love to do that you'd be good in that who would be your nemesis? Like, who would be the worst person you could think of to put in Celebrity Big Brother with you? Um, 
I won't name any names, but I'll just say I aforementioned and did MasterChef with them. Yeah, couldn't, just couldn't. I'd be, I'd break down a wall with my forehead. Um, Literally, I'd literally break down a wall with my forehead and bare hands. Okay, Stephen Bailey. We've gone to that part of the show. We've gone to that part of the show. I mean, what a grasp of grammar this girl has. We've got to this part of the show mm-hmm. where we reveal our husband of the week. Have you got yeah. one? I have. Go on then, hit me with it. Well, I'm going to have to pick my rich this week because we're speaking about Unbreakable and we did the show together and I was so impressed with him just being himself. Like, mm. he didn't get swallowed up and get scared of the cameras, but he also didn't put on some weird act trying to be some sort of entertainer. He was just himself, and I thought that was very sexy. And all I'm going to say is, Gaze, if you listen to us, on the next episode, I get him wet, and you can see his abs. And you're welcome. Oh, well done. Yeah. Who Who's doesn't enjoy a wet ab? Um, my husband of the week is um, my carpenter, Martin. Martin. Um, yeah, Martin's lovely. He's got very lovely can't eyes. And um, Martin. You what? can't fancy someone called Matt. I don't fancy him. I'm just impressed with his um, hand skills. He's uh, currently Is he redecking. good with a bit of wood? Oh, my God. There's so much wood in my garden right now. So much wood. In fact, a lorry load of wood came. I didn't. I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting what this much wood. What are you getting wood. done? I'm having my decking and um, flower beds replaced. Yeah. I say flower Someone's beds, not flower beds. Someone's just got back from the top secret project, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Poss- couldn't possibly comment mm-hmm. on that. I mean, I could tell you, but then very much in line with the show, I'd have to kill you afterwards. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah. The money's so, gone. Martin the Carpenter. He's very good. Um, just, I'm just always impressed with people that can do stuff because I can't. Mm-hmm. I feel like that. I can't hang a picture. Um, I can't. I feel like that about intelligence as well. Yes, I imagine you would. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Oh, dear. Um, so, yeah, hats off to Martin. He's my husband of the week with his um, massive grinder and large amounts of wood. Excuse me, Martin sounds like the dream, sweetheart. Absolute dream boat. So that's where we're at. Oh, well, I'm looking forward to watching the next episode of Unbreakable on BBC. Thank you so much. BBC One. B- BBC One. Thursdays, 8pm. Although this week we're up against the NTAs. Oh, Jesus hates me. No, and everybody watching that to see how Phil and Holly get through that. So um, that'll be interesting. So lovely. Oh, well, until next time, my friend. My my reality TV star friend. Oh, little old me. We're making it happen for ourselves. I love this. I, I pitched this. a show and the commissioner did not look like he was laughing at me because I went... Oh, if Unbreakable's a hit, couldn't we do a spin-off called Unbreakable Broken and talk about anyone that broke up after the show? And he was like, no, no. that's not a good idea. And I was like, I think that's a genius idea. I think it's a genius idea. I think it's a genius idea. Well, I hope you and Rich go from strength to strength on the show. Thank you so much, and I hope to see you on Series 2. Oh, yes, lovely. I'll be bringing my queer joy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any? <laughs> no, not really. Not really. <laughs> As always, my friend, delightful to talk to you. See you next week. See you.
see you next week like subscribe and all that shit yeah let us know give us a drop us a line we'll always reply i'm very available um, i always you oh. you always say this you always act like you have no work and then it's like i'm only available on the 7th of december 2024 <laughs> i know i play it down you like very, the gp i'm very low maintenance we know that now <laughs> Drop us a line, say hello, give us a wave. <laughs> Until next time, thank you for listening to Let's Talk About The Husband. I've been Zoe Lyons. I've been Stephen Bailey. Reality Good TV bye. star. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye, my lover. Goodbye, <laughs> my friend. A podcast from producer paul.co.uk. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk. Shooting, live streaming, and podcast production.